Good morning, sister, my brethren. Welcome back to another episode of the Blow Up Podcast, a podcast where we talk all things 20-somethings. If you're new here, my name is Courtney Shalise, aka I'm Court2 on Instagram, aka the blow.up, in which you should follow both accounts. Make sure you turn on your notifications for new episodes. I drop every single Sunday at 12 p.m. Unless I get a little bit sidetracked. You might get it at 3 p.m. However, um, shout out to you for tuning in. Get another Sunday. I don't know if you're listening to this while you're cleaning up, while you're making some brekkie breakfast, while you're getting uh, tuned in for the night. But... I hope that you're having a beautiful Sunday if you're listening on Sunday and a beautiful rest of your week. This podcast is for a a refresher. You know what I'm saying? Self-care Sunday. Um, Put on your bad bitch pants and let's go. This episode, we're going to be affirming control, self-control, taking control of your life, your emotions your mind, your heart. I think I struggle with this the most because being a Cancer ruled by the moon, I am a big ball of emotions. And I tend to let my emotions take the driver's seat. And I will drive myself right off the motherfucking cliff and I'll take you with me. I might regret it, but you took me there. I don't want to let people take me there anymore. I want to really become the girl who thinks before she speaks and thinks before she acts and who doesn't let uh, external factors move me so much. I think I'm, you know, are you bothered? Yes, I'm very bothered. I'm very, 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 very bothered. Yes, I am. And I let it take over my whole day, my whole vibe. Um, I just want to move on past that. I want to evolve that so with that being said spark up your blunt your joint your edible pen tincture tea whatever your cannabis consumption device of choice is and we're gonna affirm the session i am an advocate for my emotional well-being i am allowed to speak up for myself and i can do that with respect for the well-being of others. I spend my time on the people in the projects that nourish my soul. I breathe through difficult emotions. I see in the world what I carry in my heart. I set boundaries for myself and I respect the boundaries that others must set from themselves. And with that being said, so it is. Amen. You're listening to episode 24 of the Blow Up Podcast. Hashtag, I'm grown. Guys, I've had yet another realization. So I've recently learned the word Santosha. And I learned it from my 10-minute meditation because I really tried to do a meditation twice a day, one in the morning, one in the night. I didn't do one this morning, um, but I did one last night. And 
the focus of the meditation was the Sanskrit word santosha, which means consistent contentment or satisfaction. And it's an ethical concept that comes from Indian philosophy, um, primarily practiced within yoga. Um, And it basically talks about and refers to not needing contentment from external factors, not needing to reach to other things to feel whole within ourselves. If we're constantly looking for something else to fill our cup, um, things in the material world, for instance, me, I look for satisfaction within my hair, within my money, within my clothes, within uh, things that I like to do, within um, my relationships, and it leaves no room for me to find fulfillment within myself. You can't be watered if you're not if you're not watering yourself. You'll always feel a sense of emptiness because that satisfaction is never thorough. It's always fleeting. Anything coming from the outside will always be fleeting. I mean, everything is super nuanced. That's my favorite word um, these days is nuanced. Everything is super nuanced. Everything is subject to change. But the only thing that isn't subject to change is your mind, your spirit, and your heart. Um, you literally only have yourself to make you feel the love that you desire from the outside world. And if you can't give that to yourself in several different mediums, then you'll never be able to receive that or attract that. And you'll never be able to feel that wholeness within yourself detaching from um the the what's it called the expectations of our outside world detaching from um our desires and cultivating an inner peace and joy that isn't dependent on you know what our hair looks like what our relationships look like what our money looks like what our you know what our external factors look like i was watching adrian bylon's youtube channel and she said something that has stuck with me uh her this whole year even when she was the poorest of poor growing up she was so happy her family was so happy she still had joy she still had love um your financial status shouldn't make your happiness you know what I'm saying? You should still be able to feel a joy and a light beaming from within. I don't know how you do that. <laughs> I'm still learning. But I know that it is very much possible to still have a good day. If you don't even have a dollar to your name. It's very much so possible. There's so many. There's Well, I'm not going to say there's so many other things. But there's a lot of things on this earth that you can search for. It probably won't be hard to search for. I think we just overlook it that we can be grateful for, that we can, uh, you know, operate on the currency of of love for. So that's something that I really want to work on is, um, and Vanessa talked to me this, talked to me about this before as well, because I was telling her how ugly I felt because my hair has just not been cooperating. 
Um, and I've always felt the need to change my hair like every two seconds. Like that's just what brings me joy. I love changing my hair. I love changing my appearance. I love style. I love fashion. I love hair. I love beauty. And just also because of the way that I was raised, your appearance matters. Um, but I also just have a particular liking to fashion and style and beauty. And it matters a lot to me how I look. So um, she was telling me, you know, you need to find contentment within what you already have and stop looking towards the future and always wanting to change something. Be grateful for what you already possess and then you can gain more, but you're not appreciating what the universe has already given you. So I feel like the universe is trying to teach me a lesson right now. Um, I think the universe wants me to start learning how to do my own hair again. I haven't done my own hair like consistently since I was in high school and even really not then because my mom was doing my hair and I was getting my hair done professionally so like this is new to me but I'm on the verge of a major life change in which I'll talk to y'all about it in a second to where I feel like I'm about to have to start doing my own hair and I need to get good at it and I need to be grateful for the fact that I have the tools to do my own hair the means to buy the tools to do my own hair and the hair to do my own hair because a lot of bitches out here don't got no hair bald headed as fuck so um that's what i wanted to talk to y'all about i feel like that was an important message that i needed to hear and that somebody else might need to hear um i'm gonna like if you follow me on TikTok, you saw me crying because I couldn't do my hair. I'm really struggling. I'll take y'all on the journey of learning how to do my own hair with me. I think I should start a YouTube channel. No, I need to focus. Anywho, I want to start a YouTube channel so that I can take y'all on that journey. Or maybe I could just do it on TikTok. Mm, I don't know. Either way, tap in, tap in, tap in because I'm going to get this shit right. I'm going to know how to do my own hair, how to do my makeup like the, the MUAs. Um... And it's, I'm going to be unstoppable. I already know how to do my own install, y'all. I know how to install a wig. I just need to know how to do my own natural hair. I can do a ponytail. I can do an updo. But I can't, like, flat out my own hair. I can't really curl my own hair. You know what I'm saying? I do, like, the natural styles. And that's why I permed my hair. That's why I cut my hair in the first place. Because I got tired of doing shit. It's time-consuming. It's tiring. Especially if you don't know what the fuck you're doing. So, um yeah y'all um moving on moving on and moving out i'm moving out y'all ah! i had to drop that bomb bitch yeah yeah turn me up turn me up turn me up turn me up ah! yeah ho be fucking serious Real bitches link up put on your motherfucking batty pants you bitches ain't hitting on nothing you bitches ain't hitting on nothing like me yeah ho Play with your pussy, not me. I'm so proud of myself, y'all. I'm finally moving out of my parents' house, bitch. Finally. God is good. I have been praying for this day. I used to I used to pray for times like this, to rhyme like this, so I had to grow like that, to shine like this. What? Stop fucking playing, bitch. Yeah. Be fucking for real. And just thinking about because i don't think i've really been giving myself the props that i fucking deserve this is huge like the magnitude of this move is crazy because not only 
am I moving into my desired location? I'm moving. Well, I shouldn't say that on, on, no, I shouldn't say that. Okay. Anywho, just know I got a lot of them, a lot of what's on my wish list and I've gotten it a lot faster than I've ever expected to get it. So with that being said, I want to talk about in this episode being grown because I'm officially grown. Bitch, I pay my bills. I can say that now. You can't tell me shit. You don't pay my bills. I'm excited as fuck to say that, especially to these niggas. You going to pay a bill? Get out of my face. What makes you an adult? Shout out to the BBR book club because we discussed this question while discussing I'm Glad My Mom Died by Jeanette McCurdy. And the question I've been pondering upon ever since. As I am prepping to move out for the very first time, I am, I've been really considering myself um, a young adult. But now I can really say that I'm grown. But as of this morning, I started thinking, you know, there's a lot of people out here who are paying their own bills, technically adults, technically grown. They don't act grown, though. They act like very much childish, very much like children. So what makes you an adult? What makes you grown? According to girls, they were saying, you know, paying your own bills, being independent, being able to handle things by yourself makes you a grown woman. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Um, being able to take care of things with your own resources makes you a woman, makes you a grown woman. Um, you know, having that strength. I think it all comes down to strength, at least as a woman. Let me speak, let me speak just for women. What makes you a grown woman? A woman, not a man. I think that those are two different concepts, and I can only speak from a lady's perspective. I think that there's a lot of women out here who pay their own bills, have businesses, families, but they don't give grown women. They give very much child. They give teenager, and it kind of reminds me of the story that I saw of a very established man who worked in business and tech and finance, literally at one of like the top companies and was a huge executive. And whole time he was beheading his neighbors. You know what I'm saying? That nigga was on like the top of the top of the most wanted list and nobody knew but he was so established in his career, so respected in his field, and nobody ever would have seen that shit coming, ever. And it just kind of makes me think, like, we put so much value on finances to define people, to define your worth or your status, especially as adults. Um, if somebody doesn't have their shit together financially, it's like, well, you're not really grown, but there's a lot of grown people out here with their shit together who are operating like an 18 year old. Like, are you thinking, is your brain on? Is your brain on? For real, for real. 
because I'm just looking at the character, the character of some of these adults out here, quote unquote adults out here. It's just asinine. None. No moral code. No foundations. You stand for nothing. You fall for everything. You have nothing to say. You are a follower. You have no thoughts of substance. You just get money. I stay away from people like that. I just get money. I just want to get to the bank. I just want to get to the bag. I'm just trying to chase the bag. Bitch, what else? Fuck, what else? What else, what else, what else? Being an adult, being grown, being a human in general, it's not just about getting to the money. And I stay away from people like that. Because what that tells me is that you have nothing else of substance to rely on. You have little to no character. You have little to no depth. And I'm really speaking on character because I think that character is something that is very, very important for me when I look for people to engage with on a friendship level. And I'm realizing that that's very important for me on a romantic level as well. Now that I have my own shit, I can say, you know, in order to fuck with me, you need to have your own shit. And I'm not going to feel bad about it because that's just what I require. However, I won't say that that's like a huge deal breaker because what I'm also looking at within a man is his character. What do you stand for? What do you value? How do you treat not just me? with other people and that's huge for me i think that there's a lot of adults out here with no character no moral code and um i think that that's what makes a woman to me i can only speak of being a woman because i am a lady i think that to be a woman to be a grown woman is to be you know an evolved character um to have the wiseness of your years develop you into a person who can you don't have to guide everybody who can guide yourself at the very least in the right direction to the benefit of yourself and not to the judge and not to the detriment of other people and being able to make decisions wise decisions um for yourself without having to consult with anybody i think that that to a very simple explanation is what makes a grown woman. Um, of course, being able to take care of yourself and the whole financial whoop-de-whoop. But I think that there's another element to being a grown woman that comes down to how you think and just like your overall mentality. It's not all finances to me. I feel like the finances play a large role because that's just like how our society is very money driven very like financially driven but i don't know i just feel like i've experienced so many people out here who have just like not been top-notch individuals but they have the things they have the things but like when i talk to you it's just like you need to go back to school and not to learn your ABCs or your one, two, threes, but like to get a fucking clue. You know what I'm saying? Like there's just a lot of lost individuals out here. And um they're not lost on how to take care of themselves. 
on like a physical plane, they're lost on how like, how do I say this? How do I wear this? Maybe like express themselves. Um, You're a follower. That's a good example, I feel like. I'm trying to explain myself, but I feel like it's kind of hard to like pull my thought out into words. Like when I'm, do y'all know what I'm talking about? Do you know like that, like when you're trying to explain a concept that's in your head and it makes perfect sense in your head, but it's hard for you to put it into words? It's hard to explain. But I think there's a lot of people out here who have good practical sense. But I think that what I'm trying to say is you have no like emotional bandwidth or spiritual bandwidth. Not even necessarily spiritual, but like you have no sense of self, no sense of other worldliness, other people, how you operate existentially, I guess. Like, just no type of, like, nuance. It's just very straightforward, black and white. And I think that that's, like, a sign of being an underdeveloped adult. I do. I do. And those are the people that I kind of want to stay away from. It's just, like, what have you been doing these past 10 years, 20 years, 30 years? What have you been doing? Have you been under a rock? How you been locked up in a room by yourself, getting to the money? I don't know. People like that are kind of scary because, like, you have no, you have no, like, what's the word? You have no, like, I'm trying to find a word for it. I'm really trying so hard to express myself right now, y'all. I'm finding it very hard. I don't know. When I think of it, I'll I'll come back to it. But those types of people are scary for me because I really, truly think that, you know, just because you're taking care of yourself or maybe if you're taking care of other people, it doesn't make you a satisfactory individual. So the question was asked, what made you an adult? 16 years ago, when I was curating a list of engineering colleges to pursue my bachelor's from, my father and I had an argument. One thing led to another, and we hit a dead end. At this point, my dad, in my head, realized that I am not a child anymore. Even though I was 17, I wasn't a child. He felt that I was not ready to agree to anything, and everything he says, I don't know what she was trying to say, my career decision. Impatient exhausted and hungry he took a deep breath and said in a very calm voice he told me this i cannot argue with you anymore i will give you two choices either let me handle these decisions and trust me to do the best i can for you or make your own decisions and face the consequences too i will always have your back if you get stuck But don't come crying to me for every little problem you encounter because you want to make decisions without any life experiences. At first, I thought, he is just joking and wants to get out of this exercise. 
and 90% of the time, he's not serious. But this felt genuine and earnest. So I said, I choose to make my decisions, good, bad, ugly, all of them. And I will learn from the mistakes I make. So I choose to be an adult. I cannot tell you how many bad decisions I made and how much I failed, but they were my bad decisions. I had no one to blame or hold accountable but myself. I was religious at the time, more like superstitious, so it felt nice to put the blame on God for a while until it felt very asynchronous. I had no alternative but to learn from my mistakes. The irony is I was perceived as the smart one in my social circles, the one we can go to with our problems because she will know what to do. For the longest time, I believed I made a wrong decision by not letting my father make some important decisions for me. Honestly, life would have been so easy. And my dad also never failed to remind me that first and then hit, and then helped me wherever he could. Only a few years ago, I had an epiphany that because I had the option to put myself out of my comfort zone because I took some risks that were not always financially beneficial and also took a toll, and because I decided to live my life on my terms from early on, it still took me a decade or more to truly live my life on my own terms. This ethic and mindset needs to be inculcated in kids in their childhood so that when they enter adulthood, they can spend their 20s to self-determination and start contributing back to to society as early as possible. The reason why most people find adults in cars is because we are not raised to become individuals. We are raised to become 30-plus-year-old man-children or patriarchal, patriarchal watchdogs or codependent mindless suckers of no love. Wait. Let's start that sentence over because she was speaking a word. We are raised to become 30 plus year old man children or patriarchal watchdogs or codependent mindless suckers of love with no self-compassion or ignorant and entitled privileged people with fancy degrees or all four of them at once. Self-determination made me an adult. And the way to pursue that is a relentless and learning, monumental patience, critical thinking, and questioning everything. With all its glory and despair, I love being an adult. I think that the biggest takeaway from that story was the fact that her journey wasn't easy, but she took responsibility for her individuality and she took ownership of her individuality. I think that a lot of people go throughout this life not only not knowing who they are, but sometimes knowing who they are, knowing what they want, knowing at least who they want to be, the type of lives that they want to lead, the decisions that they want to make, but are not willing to take ownership of them. They're only able to go as far as other people will let them. And that's how children operate. Children ask for permission. Children wait for other people to to go, to sit, to jump. That's what kids do. That's what teenagers do. Adults move when they want to move. 
And I think that I've really always had that mentality. I want to move when I want to move. And I know what I want. And I'm going to do it. I've always had the mentality. But I think it wasn't until summer of 2021 when I was faced with the situation. It was a smaller scale situation. But I think it really triggered this mentality where I kind of realized, oh, shit, I'm old enough to make decisions but there will be consequences good or bad to whatever decision that I make and I have to own up to it I have to put on my big girl panties and I have to walk in that shit and I have to figure it out I have to make it work I have to make a way and I have to get creative with it I have to you know stand up for myself I have to speak up for myself I have to be my own advocate um I have to work my way out of anything that might come my way. And I think it's just like that headstrongness, that like authority that a lot of people are missing because they're so underdeveloped as an individual. They only know how to do what they see other people do. They only know how to say what they've heard other people say. They only move under direction. And I think that that's what separates a boss from a worker, not just in the sense of being an entrepreneur, but in life. I think that you can be the boss of your own life, whether you're working for somebody or not. You can decide how you want to live your life, what your lifestyle will look like to me. We're the creators of our own lives. And I think that what makes you grown for real is taking responsibility for that aspect. So I don't respect people when they say, you know, I'm just doing what I have to do. This is what adulthood is like being unhappy, being miserable. That shows me that you've missed a couple things throughout the years. You've missed out on a couple of the lessons that the universe has tried to teach you and you've given up. Or you just haven't done the work. And what she said about um, having to unlearn, think critically, questioning everything, that things aren't always up and things aren't always down, that's the other big piece to being an adult. Yes, you'll have to pay your own bills. I think that's a fucking given. Like, what adult isn't paying their own bills? Of course, we have situations. Nuance, nuance, nuance. But what adult doesn't have their own bills? Like, that's not special. Every adult has their own bills. But there's a mentality switch that separates the workers from the bosses. You have an option. We have choices. We're humans. We have a plethora of paths that we could take. We have a plethora of options of who we want to be, of how we want to operate. And I think that people choose the easy route, which might look like being selfish, egotistical, mean, um, just unloving, unrighteous people because that's just like the easiest thing to do. It takes the least amount of work. It takes the least amount of like effort. And I think it's a lot easier to be, you know, mean or evil than it is to be nice and considerate. Same concept applies to adulthood it's so much easier for people to look for somebody to tell them what to do and how to move than they have to figure it out themselves it's so much easier it's so much easier to blame everybody else 
for why you're not doing what you want to do or why you're not living the life that you want to live than taking the responsibility of digging yourself out of whatever the case may be for your situation. There's nuance, like I said. Everything is different, but at the core of it, at the core of it, at the very base level, you have to have that self-determination to be an adult. You have to have it. It's vital. I think that that's the number one thing. To answer my own question, self-determination and individuality. That's what it is. That's what it all comes down to. You niggas ain't got no heart for real. You niggas ain't taking no risk for real. You niggas is not off the porch for real. Not at all. Not at all. And I think that that's kind of what I'm referring to when I said there's a lot of people out here with motion, but really no motion. You're still a kid in the head. You're waiting on other people to make things happen for you, for real, for real. I don't know. I think it's easy to say that you've done X, Y, and Z by yourself and you're over the age of 18 and you have a certain amount of things, but I think that it takes another level of just like boss bitchness to be able and look back at your life and see growth and see evolution um with nobody to credit it to but yourself um there's just so many ways to contribute yourself to the world as an adult besides financial means I also think that that's really important, giving back, um, supporting the world, supporting your community, being a leader in your tribe um, and and your environment. I think that all of those things put together is what makes you a leader. In order to be an adult, I think that you should be a leader. I think everybody has the potential to be a leader, um, but not everybody wants to be for some reason. It scares people for the same reason why a lot of like, People don't want to move out, I guess. I was in that place to where I felt like I didn't want to move out. I just, I, I was very content and very okay with the idea of living with my dad. And so I was like, what, like 25 and, you know, move from then. Cause you know, who the fuck wants to pay bills? Who the fuck wants to have everything on their shoulders? Not me, but it just builds character. It builds heart to be able to put yourself in uncomfortable positions and grow from it because you just you do grow even when you do fall even when you do fail there's just so much like change that happens within your mind as you wiggle your way to the next level if you're just doing things with the right mindset and with intention i think there's so many like intentionless people out here literally just like vibing which is fine but like you have no foresight. You're just here. You're just taking up space. I don't understand. And you know what? I think that that's the problem that a lot of women have with men. Because I think there's a lot more adult women than there are adult men. I will take it there. I will take it there. Because especially if, if you're like the oldest daughter or the only daughter you understand that you're held to a higher standard of what it means to be mature within a family dynamic. Boys are usually 
and um, I'm going to speak for my community, the black community. Um, they are baby. They are on their mother's titty until they're 30 plus. Like the mama's boys are rampant. They can't think for themselves. They have to, you know, confer with their mother every time they make a decision before they wipe their ass. And women are expected to have it figured out, have it pre-planned and executed at the age of 12. There's young girls out here cooking at 10 years old for their families, like expected to take on the maid role, the Cinderella role at super young ages and just take on like this exorbitant amount of pressure and responsibility that's really reserved for like, you know, 16 plus year olds. Um, And even then, there's just like this huge pressure for women to be mature and wise and uh, the the individuals that were all supposed to be past past the age of 18 at the age of like A lot of these young boys are being left behind, but I'm not a man, so that has nothing to do with me. But I think that when I look at all of these stories of what made other people adults and the moments that they realized that they were adult, it's a lot of young women being kicked out for wanting to make their own decisions, being um, just disowned for being a young woman, for growing, for evolving. And I think that being a true adult, what it means to be a true adult, is not accepted for women. And I think that what's changing in our day and age now is the age of the individual woman, the powerful woman, the self-assured woman. We have so much music and culture now that celebrates to be an empowered woman, the woman who not only takes care of herself, but takes care of the people around her, not just financially, but mentally, um, raising up our people, especially black women. I think that we're very wise and we're very protective. We're very authoritative, which is why people look to us to be the protectors, because we just have a sense of authority. We know what we want. We know how to get it and we're going to do it. We're not waiting on anybody. And that's what it means to be a black woman at that. I think that people that take advantage of it. I think that people take advantage of it, though, especially other black men. They're going to hate me for saying that, but I said it. I'm excited to be an adult, a full-grown adult. I'm a little scared, yes, because I know how I am, and I know I like to take a lot of risks, which people have said that's probably one of my downfalls, but it's definitely one of my advantages because... I think that that's what the world or what society tells us, what makes a, a successful person. But the second that you do it, it's like you're punished for it. But risk yields reward, and I'm willing to take responsibility for the risk and the reward. I think that I have the heart of a lion, and that's what makes me fit for this shit um I'm really not scared of adversity I think I've faced a lot of adversity already that I've overcome times 10 so the concept of it isn't foreign to me I know that I can get through anything I'm super smart super creative so I just know I have the ability to finesse anything I can figure anything out 
And if it doesn't work, then something else will. That's my mentality. Um, I can figure anything out. I can do anything. There's nothing in this world that you can present to me except for math that I can't do and that I can't figure that out. And even math, like math be making me cry. But you know what? I'll be looking at that homework and I'm like, you know what? I want to be a fucking millionaire. Am I going to let some fucking math and equation stop me? No. No, 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 no. Having the power to see through situations, formulate a plan, execute it, stand on what you say, be about what you want to be, be about what you talk about, is what makes a solid individual, a solid adult, and a stand-up woman. Stand on your 10. Live through your heart and stick to your morals. That's the biggest advice that I give to anybody that's younger than me. That's how you become a real adult by way of a 21-year-old. Overall, don't just take up space. Be the space. Be the energy. Be the motion. Don't let the motion make you. With that being said, that's all I got for y'all on episode 24 of the Blow Up Podcast. Hashtag, I'm grown. If you grown, send this to your grown-ass friends. Whether they pay bills or not. Whether that nigga pay her bills or not. Shout out to the girls getting their rent paid. I know that's right. Make sure that you tap in every single Sunday for new episodes at 12 p.m., Turn on your notifications for new episodes. Send this to a friend who gets her bait, who gets her, I almost say who gets her bae to pay her bills. I hate that word bae. Who gets her nigga to pay her bills? Because I love that for her. Now I would love it for me too. Shout out to my next nigga. Right. Anywho, I'm going to see y'all next Sunday. Bye.